Thank you for joining us today for the Cybersecurity Guide podcast. My name is Steve Bocut. I'm a writer and an editor for Cybersecurity Guide and the podcast's host. We appreciate your listening. Today on the show, our guest is Suhui Shi, and I hope I'm saying that that correctly, Dr. Shi. And Dr. Shi is the uh, Gallagly Chaired Professor in Cybersecurity at the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. Our topic for today is going to be cybersecurity educational opportunities at UCCS. Let me tell you a little bit more about our guest before I bring him in. Dr. Suhui Chi serves as the Gallagly, as I said, the Gallagly Chair Professor in Cybersecurity at the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. At UCCS, Dr. Shi is renowned for his instrumental role in various cybersecurity activities. He architected the UCCS Cybersecurity Strategy Power, which focuses on partnership, outreach, workforce development, education, and research. He's also contributed to earning prominent designation for UCCS as the NSA DHS National Center for Academic Excellence in Cyber Defense and securing the university's membership in the U.S. Cybercom Academic Engagement Network. As part of his ongoing efforts, he spearheaded the creation of a cyber range and new courses in cybersecurity at UCCS, while also striving to expand the institution's cybersecurity programs and research capabilities. With that, thank you very much, Dr. Shi. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, glad to be here. Okay, well, we appreciate your time, and this is going to be very informative for our audience. Um, again, I'm going to apologize for my pronunciation of your name. Uh, I did my best. <laughs> so let's get to know you a little bit better. So um, tell us how you got interested in cybersecurity. How did that happen for you? Thank you. This is a very interesting uh, question. So when I was in graduate school, and I forgot I read a paper or a book, popular book. Mm-hmm. The book is about the database. Uh, and then there is like a small chapter or a, a, a subsection in the book, which gives a, an example question, which is the following. Suppose you're a company, right? And then you have like the salary table for your employees. This is a confidential data. But for uh, there are many reasons you would allow people to query your a, a, a salary table. For example, the administration or uh, uh, someone, they are certainly not allowed to query, say, what is Steven's salary, right? But they are allowed to query uh, questions like, what is the total salary of the uh, people uh, in certain category? For example, the age between, say, 30 and 40, or things like that. And then you can imagine a malicious uh, uh, actor who can tailor the query such that I can make the query kind of specific to Stephen. And then I can immediately learn what is your uh, uh, salary, and that breaches your privacy. 
So that quickly, that is a kind of the aha moment, which I never thought of. There is such a kind of sense. So that quickly get me excited about the, now we call privacy. At that time, I don't even know what it is. So, and then I explore more, and then I get into cybersecurity in general. So um, this is very interesting to me. I hope that this will kind of uh, inspire uh, our future generation uh, uh, students, uh, uh, cybersecurity scientists and engineers to seek this kind of like aha moment to get them excited. Very good, thank you, I appreciate that. All right, so let's let's change our focus a little bit and let's, let's think about or talk about UCCS. So uh, tell us about if a student was thinking of going to UCCS for their cybersecurity education, what kind of programs are offered there? Perfect. So at the undergraduate level, uh, we have a Bachelor of Science in Computer Science, uh, mm -hmm. for which a uh, student can choose a cybersecurity track or certificate, okay. uh, meaning that uh, we're gonna, a student is going to take a systematic set of cybersecurity courses. And then we also have a BA, Bachelor of Arts in Computer Science, uh, which also ha a, has a cybersecurity track. Okay. Uh, and then we have actually degree BI in cybersecurity. BI means uh, Bachelor of Innovation in cyber in in, in security. So this is a very uh, unique as the BI program uh, created by my colleague many years ago. Because back then, I think they are very uh, insightful. They realized that uh, cybersecurity or security is a, a field that not only needs the technical skills, but also needs the softer skills so that you can effectively communicate with, uh, say, your um, managers or non-technical uh, folks. So in that sense, we have a very uh, unique uh, spectrum of uh, the, uh, the undergraduate level uh, uh, education. Um, so should I go? Uh, yeah, yeah. Talk about your education, please. Yeah. Okay, great. So yeah, that is at the undergraduate level, and then at the master level, we have a masters of science of computer science. This is typical, but very unique is that we have masters of engineering in cybersecurity. So this is a very unique. Many school do not have this particular scheme. So that's at the master's level, and then. At the PhD level, uh, in addition to traditional computer science department, which has a, a PhD in computer science, we have a PhD in security or PhD in cybersecurity. Means we have the PhD degree specifically designated to uh, cybersecurity. So this is, again is very unique. Uh, so at the bachelor level, uh, we have a BI cybersecurity, which is a very unique. And then we have the other uh, cybersecurity tracks in BSCS, BSCS. And then at the master level, we have a unique uh, um, ME cybersecurity degree. And then at the PhD, we have a PhD cybersecurity degree. Excellent. So there are some unique opportunities at UCCS that I've never heard of that comprehensive uh, collection of degrees that are specific to cybersecurity. So that's excellent. Um, for just a moment, let's change our focus again and let's look at extracurricular activities. So if a student was thinking about coming to UCCS, are there uh, cybersecurity clubs or events or um, boot camps or that kind of thing that they could be involved in outside of the classroom? Absolutely. So uh, first of all, we have our, uh, what do we call Mountain Nine, that's our Moscow uh, okay. uh, cyber uh, club. 
So mm -hmm. these are the students who are excited about the hacking and defense. So they uh, do the various kind of capture the flag type of uh, competitions. Oh, good. So this, uh, uh, and we have uh, uh, the university uh, uh, committed resources to uh, uh, supporting them. And actually, I'm the faculty uh, advisor to this uh, uh, group. Uh, so this is a very exciting, and the uh, many students get the they they participate in that, and then now we have uh, uh, other uh, we have research opportunities for uh, students. Of course, uh, PhD masters that's by default even for undergraduate students. For example, I uh, I sponsor uh, uh, my P uh, NSF grants to uh, sponsor RGU students research. Uh, which means uh, research uh, experience for undergraduate students. Wow. So right now I'm actually su uh, supervising two uh, uh, REU students. They did a great in my cryptography class in the last uh, spring. And then they started to do research in the summer and then they already determined that they're gonna, uh, one student already said he's gonna do PhD immediately after uh, graduating with bachelor's degree. Lazar is uh, actually doing a, a, a what we we have. Uh, okay, this is Lazarson. Uh, we have accelerated the master's program, meaning for undergrad student, our undergrad student, they can get a master's degree uh, within like a shorter period of time. So we have a mechanism to do that. So the other REU student uh, are, uh, is uh, taking this trajectory. I really want to highlight that these two students, undergrad students right now, they are still, they are doing outstanding research. And I have no doubt that the research we are doing will get a high quality publication, uh, uh, which will be ready for submission towards the end of this uh, uh, year. So this is uh, the research opportunity and then we uh, encourage our students to do, do a, a summer interns or even like a regular uh, semester. They can do interns in the companies. Uh, uh, we have a very strong uh, uh, industry in, uh, in the Colorado Spring area. Uh, uh, there are many companies, uh, especially DOD uh, contractor companies. So there are many opportunities because they are eager to hire our uh, graduates. Very good. All right, so excellent. This is great information. Um, so, and I, I wanted to ask you next about things that you think make your cybersecurity program unique. But you've already mentioned so many of them. You know, with the with the various degree programs that that students can choose from, research at an undergraduate level as well as research at a postgraduate level. Um, is there anything else that you want to mention that makes your um, cybersecurity program unique from other schools? Absolutely. I want to mention a few things. First, uh, Stephen already mentioned the cyber range uh, we are creating uh, at, the, at the UCCS. Mm -hmm. So uh, many uh, schools, uh, they also use cyber range, but they use a commercial service, uh, which is uh, a, to us, which is a very uh, expensive and uh, we here, or I cannot say, in order to use that service, uh, we have to re, uh, raise the tuition on students. We, I don't do that. That's not our philosophy. Mm -hmm. So uh, we uh, have a, a grant from the Universal Colorado System. We're building a separate range, and we're, we're uh, corresponding uh, creating uh, a sequence of courses, uh, which is uh, the, called, uh, the first course is called uh, Introduction to a Defensive Cyber Operation. And the second course, more than once, is the defensive cyber operation. 
So these courses are not like the 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 other universities, um, because actually when we prepare, prepare these courses, um, we look at all the materials uh, uh, available like in the internet, and then we realize that actually there are many kind of ha teaching how students how to hack. It's kind of a, a lot of more, uh, curriculum material are uh, available there, like ethical hacking. However, so the deep how to do defense is actually there's not much uh, material available. So we kind of like uh, need to uh, do a lot of things uh, uh, from scratch. This may reflect why we call it defensive cyber operation. Uh, that's because I I, I worked with my uh, a, uh, a collaborator at the a, a, a colonel at the uh, DOD, and the, he suggests that defensive cyber operation or DCO in the language of uh, uh, DOD uh, is uh, the probably most wanted or needed uh, a skill set. So this is the one. And the, what is unique here is that we not only teach students to uh, uh, to do say the experience learning or hands-on uh, uh, experiment, with a, but we also encourage students to conceive and come up with their own design for like a cyber attack defense game, so that we can do the war gaming in our cyber range. So this makes our uh, a education. Uh, super uh, unique, I would say. Uh, you don't see this opportunity in uh, other uh, universities. So this is the one thing I want to highlight. And they, of course, we are treating several range of education and the research is kind of two in one. So then uh, it's not just for education or just for research, they actually help each other. Uh, so like, for example, when we do the research, we find interesting scenarios and then we use that scenario in our, our curriculum uh, 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 teaching. Yeah. Another yeah. uh, uh, another thing I want to highlight is that, as like Stephen mentioned, that we are a member of uh, the U.S. CyberCon uh, uh, AEN Academic Engagement Network. So uh, I just want to highlight our student project I, I supervised, and it was a, a, a mentored by colleagues at the U.S. CyberCon, and we won uh, earlier this year. We won the Analyst Award. So that is a great uh, a, a honor, and they, that shows that our students can do outstanding job. Right. Yes, another uh, thing unique to UCSS I want to highlight is that kind of on par with the US CyberCon AEN, we are also the US SpaceCon uh, AEE, Academic Engagement uh, Enterprise. So this mechanism also offer uh, they basically provide is a kind of questions of interest to them, and then we our students can like form team just to do the research like we did for the U.S. Cybercon AEN. Uh, so these uh, research or um, training uh, uh, experiences, I would say, will give our graduates uh, a big uh, uh, bonus uh, point when they apply the job to U.S. CyberCon or U.S. SpaceCon. You have that token already on your resume, right? Yeah, yeah. excellent. Thank you so much for that. So, um, and I know, again, you've mentioned some of these already, but I want to give you an opportunity to expand on this if you, if you care to. So uh, we all know that 
you know, performing well in an academic environment may not translate directly to doing well on, on the job and being prepared uh, for the real world of working in cybersecurity. So are there any other things that you do, or maybe you just want to talk about the importance of preparing students um, above and beyond having the academic knowledge, but also what it's like to, to work in, in cybersecurity? Perfect. This is a bigger problem because we have the bigger shortage in supplying uh, uh, a skillful or uh, graduates. Mm -hmm. Because uh, as far as I know, the government and the industry, when they uh, hire uh, uh, graduates, often they need to retrain them for several months. Uh, right. So this is a bigger problem at the, at the national level. So this is why the least National Institute for Standard uh, Standardization of Technology, uh, they have a, a worked on some a, a framework to help solve the problem. And uh, we here, and uh, we, re we realize this is a very important uh, problem. That is why we, uh, uh, I, I had I, uh, uh, led the initiative uh, to create the sequence of course, introduction to defensive cyber operation and the uh, defensive cyber operation. So we have uh, many courses that we teach students the knowledge, which are certainly important mm -hmm. because the knowledge were, uh, always inspire students to ask the why question, which is certainly important. But we also need uh, our graduate able to ideally immediately uh, kind of work on job duties or assignments. So this is why we created this sequence such that the, for these courses, the prim primary uh, lab-based, uh, project-based, and these projects are, like I say, suppose I have a, network as this, how do you defend your network? So these are the, uh, the, the uh, courses or training we created by uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, transferring the knowledge uh, learned into skill set, uh, so that this skill set can be used uh, in, uh, uh, in real world uh, daily job. And uh, I'm a, 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 a having a close relationship with a, a in, a industry and a DOD, and I, I invite them to give lectures. Uh, so this will also help me to make sure the curriculum material are even closer to what they, uh, they lead. Perfect. Okay, and that's what I was gonna. I was gonna ask if you had some kind of a industry advisory board, or you know, what mechanism you have in place for gathering input from the industry to pass on to uh, your students. So that's excellent. Anything else that you wanted to add to that? Yeah. So actually, uh, I joined the uh, UCCS in 2021. So prior to that, I was a professor at my other institution. So uh, the first uh, major center, as Stephen mentioned, I acted as the UCCS uh, cybersecurity strategy power. Right? Right. So if you have uh, visited the uh, Colorado Spring, uh, we have the highway cross town, uh, it's uh, called Powers. So I feel this is a very interesting. So uh, power versus powers. Very good. So that's, that's one uh, that my first uh, accomplishment, I would say. And of course, we get our designation of NCCAE. That's that's another one. And the yet another one is uh, um, a, we uh, created a, a, the annual uh, research exchange, which is uh, like the one day uh, event with the local industry 
uh, and our faculty members are doing cybersecurity research, this is to foster the uh, research collaboration. And it's already get a, uh, become productive because we already have colleagues have joined the grants with, uh, with them, uh, successful funding uh, from the federal government. And then the next thing which is happening right now is, uh, uh, I mean, uh, kind of duplicating the, uh, the success in the research exchange, but is the education exchange. So we are gonna have our first meeting on November 8th by inviting the local industry uh, 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 the managers, admins, uh, uh, high-level officials to come uh, to UCCS. Then uh, basically I'm gonna present them our degree, our curriculum, and I want to listen to them what would be the, the, the materials they would uh, want us to teach our students, as, uh, but we are not teaching and we want to uh, work together. For example, how can we get their, their employees who already have a, a, a for example, a bachelor's degree uh, so that they can get a, a, a master's degree so which would benefit their company in the long run. So these are the kind of things are our, 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 our blueprint. Yeah, that is so valuable to get that input from the industry so that the graduates you're producing are really ready to go to work and, and can do the tasks that will be assigned to them. So I uh, applaud that. Thank you so much. Um, so one of the things that we like to do is we like to um, include in our show notes any kind of resources that you might think of. And I won't I won't ask you to to come up with those right now, but just for the audience um, after this uh, recording. Um, then Dr. Shi will send me any resources that he can books, lectures, YouTube channels, anything that he thinks would be useful uh, for your academic career in cybersecurity. So look for those in the show notes. And I, I kind of like to end in, in this. It's kind of a fun question um, for our last question. And I'm going to I'm going to ask you, doctor, to kind of dust off your crystal ball and look into the future and tell us what you think the future of the cybersecurity landscape is going to look like. Are there any big things that we should be watching for? Is it AI? Is it something else? Or is it really just that we should be focused on the fundamentals? What's your perception there? Thank you, Stuart. This is an outstanding question. Uh, so... AI and machine learning certainly will be uh, uh, widely used and as our research uh, show. And they actually, uh, I just want to mention one research to get the, the audience excited. So yeah. we, we know the notion of computer malware, right? Which hack into your computer, right? And then right now we have many solutions like if you use Microsoft Defender and others. So they are gonna use some kind of algorithm and the typically machine learning algorithm to detect your malware, right? To detect the malware. Uh, the thing is that the attacker, uh, if they are sophisticated enough, they know the algorithm we are using, they can easily manipulate the malware behavior to evade the detection. Let me use a simple example. Suppose FBI has a profile say, why is a terrorist if you eat, drink, and smoke? Then the terrorists can easily evade that profiling by just eat, smoke, and drink. Right? Mm -hmm. This is the kind of thing the uh, the adversary is gonna do. And uh, as the uh, uh, time uh, goes by, the attackers are gonna become more and more sophisticated, uh, let alone uh, nation-state uh, attackers. 
In other words, the attackers are also know, uh, gonna use AI machine learning. So eventually we're gonna become, in your sense, AI versus AI or machine learning versus machine learning in the uh, cyber uh, field. Mm -hmm. So this may, may make uh, some students think, oh, I'm gonna lose the job because AI is gonna do everything for me. So I heard this concern and I laugh about it uh, because uh, uh, it, it just like it as a what we call adversarial malware detection in that example, right? So in 2019, the, uh, the MIT Link Lab organized a worldwide challenge on uh, how to defeat that adversarial malware detection. Basically, the attacker manipulated their behavior of the, their malware to evade detection. So my team won first place uh, in that. So uh, in that comp worldwide competition. So this is just a manifestation that uh, as the attack and the defense technology get more and more advanced, the challenge is gonna be, uh, become even uh, more, uh, a, more demanding. The, how can we defeat such capable uh, uh, attacks? So AI machine learning is gonna certainly uh, um, uh, be uh, uh, play, uh, will certainly play a very important role uh, in the uh, in the future for the long term. But there are so many technical problems. So this is why I said that we need hundreds. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, maybe I exaggerated, but hundreds of thousands of PhD dissertations, but uh, even more masters, uh, undergraduate graduates. And for especially for the undergraduate students, uh, they should not feel that AI will make them do the job. Actually, they should think cybersecurity is uh, uh, is the most the safest job because of the never ending never ending arms race between attack and the defense. Mm -hmm. So uh, 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 depends on their perspective. Uh, so simply, I want to say the challenge is going to become even more significant. That's why we need more people to do research. And we also need more people to do uh, 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 the fundamental research. I'm going to use a, a medical science or healthcare as an analogy. So as time goes by, we can cure many diseases, but we still need a many, we still have many diseases we cannot cure. So we need to do fundamental research. This on the one hand. On the other hand, we need to create many uh, uh, high quality hospitals because people get sick. Uh, so this is kind of an energy is similar or parallel to a cyberspace. We need to do a lot more fundamental research. We also need to uh, create quote unquote cyber hospitals because uh, hack, uh, computers get hacked and network get, get hacked. Yeah, very good. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time today. This has been enlightening. Uh, I appreciate you doing this. And I know that our audience is going to love this as well. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. You bet. And a big thanks to our listeners for being with us today. And please remember to subscribe and review if you find this podcast interesting and join us next time for another episode of the Cybersecurity Guide podcast.